Hey there, welcome along to this week's podcast where, as always, I talk about things that are affecting teachers or could affect teacher entrepreneurs. And this week I have quite an interesting topic to talk about. But what is it? Well, keep listening to find out. Today's topic is about AI, artificial intelligence, and of course, that number one topic that everybody seems to be talking about, which is chat. GPT. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Chat GPT, do not worry. I am going to tell you what you need to know about it um, and what it can and what it can't do. Um, I don't think there's much that it can't do, but uh, I'm going to talk to you all about that. So, why is it important to know about Chat GPT? Well, Chat GPT, I think, is the next evolution of the search engine. Now, I remember back in 1997, I was doing a course, uh, like I was giving a course about internet design. And I remember telling my students, there's this new search engine on the block, and it's called Google. Looks pretty simple. I mean, they haven't changed their homepage in 20 years. And I was like, I don't know if it's any good, but uh, we'll see what happens. And I believe this is what is happening at the moment with ChatGPT, that some people think it could be a fad. Some people think that it's nothing that important or it's not that good. And I think a lot of people are going to be missing out on the importance of this. So let's get into the bones of today's podcast. So what is ChatGPT? Well, ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence conversational uh, bot that allows you to ask it questions and it will give you answers. So you're probably thinking, well, what's different between that and Google? Well, it can give you more conversational answers. So I could type in, uh, what is the difference between the past perfect and the present perfect? And it will give me an answer rather than me having to look at all the search results, click through 10 different pages of uh, 10 different links of search results, I can just get the answer straight away. So for me, that is a lifesaver, that you can actually do that very easily. Now, ChatGPT at the moment is free, but there is a paid version of it. The first thing that people are going to say is, well, why is it free? Okay, let's get all the conspiracy theories out of the way, first of all. Um, There's one school of thought, and actually my wife said it, (laughs) and maybe think about it, but they are building up a, uh, I guess, like a matrix. I don't want to use the word matrix, but a whole way of seeing how people ask questions, what people are interested in, and they're gathering a lot of information while helping us. Now, I, I think it's really good that we're, we're, we're getting all this information, but if you think about it, we're inputting all of the questions that we have in different formats, in different ways, And this AI is learning lots and lots about the world. But, I mean, that's the way it goes. We've been using Google for the last 20 years and Bing and Yahoo, and they do the same thing. But what makes ChatGPT different from other search engines as such is its capabilities. I mean, it can gather information, and it's gathering information from all the different sources on on the net, and it can actually then write about that information. It can, I mean, you can say, um, 
you can ask a simple simple question. Tell me about phrasal verbs. Or you can ask it more in tricky questions. And I'll get into that later on um, in the podcast. But fundamentally, it is what they call NLP, which is natural language processing. So you can speak to it in natural language and it will come back to you. Now, one of the things that I discovered over the weekend, which blew my mind, is you can speak to it in different languages. And when I say speak, I mean type. So my brother-in-law, I was showing it to my brother-in-law and he was blown away by it. And he was able to write in Catalan and it would give back a Catalan answer. So what type of things can you ask uh, ChatGPT? Well, you can say, define what a phrasal verb is. And it will do that. You could say, give examples of a phrasal verb and it will give you examples. But you can go further. You can go in and you could say, give me examples of phrasal verbs used in teaching. Give me examples of phrasal verbs used in um, teaching English to teenagers. Or give me an example of phrasal verbs that are used in business communications. And it will give you examples. Now, here's the thing. You have to, I mean, a lot of people say, well, the responses I get from ChatGPT are just okay. I mean, I could use Google. But this is the G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. And what I mean by that is, if you don't phrase your question correctly, it can only do so much for you. Where the power of GPT, chat GPT is, is coming up with the proper questions to ask. So I could type in, um, generate a list of phrasal verbs that are used in business meetings at C1 level and give sample sentences. And it will do that for me. It will give me sample sentences that will be used in business. Now, is it always correct? Well, I was, I was, I've been experimenting a lot with ChatGPT over the last couple of days. I mean, last night I could hardly sleep because my mind was thinking about different ways that I could use it. And you do have to be careful because I believe, I think it was, uh, was a Microsoft that did a launch with ChatGPT and there was some question that they asked and the answer was incorrect. So you do need to double check because remember garbage in, garbage out. If it gets the data from the wrong source, that can be a problem. But there were some grammatical questions that I asked it and I felt that they were incorrect. And then when I told it that they were incorrect, it goes, oops, yeah, sorry. Sometimes I get things incorrect, but it's called chat because I can say, hold on a second, this is incorrect. Can you double check it? And then it'll come back and it'll say to me, oops, you're right. That was incorrect. Um, here is the correct answer. I'm very sorry for um, giving you the wrong answer, but it happens sometimes because I'm learning the language and I'm learning about the information. So it's at its infancy at the moment, but it is something you cannot ignore. Now, I'm telling you that this is something you have to try. Okay, so if you Google ChatGPT or if you go to, let me just find the URL so that I can get it for you. It is um, chat.openai.com. You need to start playing around with this. You need to start trying it out. Um, I'm going to, I'm considering putting together um, some training on it, especially for teacher entrepreneurs. Um, this would be a paid training. 
but I think it is something that we cannot neglect. Okay, we cannot neglect it. Now, there is a plus version of ChatGPT, which costs $20. At the moment, they're not selling it very well in the sense that they say you can use uh, ChatGPT at any time. Now, what do they mean by that? Sometimes when you go, you will see that it says that the ChatGPT servers are over capacity and you have to wait. Now, for us in Europe, that probably only happens maybe late in our evenings or at night because uh, the United States would be awake and they will be trying all these different things. So the only advantage at the moment is, is, is that you get access to it no matter how many people are using it. I guess they reserve a certain amount of bandwidth for uh, the plus users. But it's something that I'm, I'm seriously considering because I believe in the value of it. I believe what you can actually do is very, very useful. Now, on a basic level, and here's some free training for you, you can ask it questions like, give me a list of phrasal verbs that um, are relevant for people in, for non-natives in the HR sector. Now, again, think about what you put in, because if I put in non-natives, it should give me different um, options there. You could say, you know, give me a list of common preposition mistakes that people um, at B1 level make and give me the answers. Okay. Um, you could say, um, for example, give me a list of common idioms and explanations of those idioms. And that's just to start you off that you could actually start doing that. Now, the stuff that I've got into over the last couple of days has blown my mind. I mean, we don't realize the potential of this until we see the types of prompts that you can actually put in. But I want you to experiment over the next couple of, couple of days, the next week or so, and experiment asking questions, okay? Um, I mean, I found it useful for just getting definitions of certain things, you know, maybe it's definitions um, and examples of how you would use industry language. Maybe it's definitions of grammatical features of the language. I mean, I still, you know, progressive tenses, continuous tenses, it's like, yeah, I know what they are and I know how to teach them, but sometimes how do I explain them? I would say that I am now spending more of my time doing research on ChatGPT than on Google. Again, ChatGPT, we've heard of, it, uh, heard of it because it's been talked a lot by um, sort of in the circles that we may hang out in. The general public are not aware of this, I think if they are just normal general public, I mean, I think of my uh, my my brother-in-laws, I think of my sister-in-law, I think of some of my friends who are not techie. But I showed it, for example, to my brother-in-law, and um, I said, "Look, put in, uh, you know, give me um, five reasons why I should fit aluminium windows because he sells aluminium, he fits and sells and makes aluminium windows," and he was blown away by the type of um, advantages and disadvantages that you could talk to with clients. So, I mean, I'm giving you lots of little hints there of what you could do. You could use it for definitions. You could use it for lists. Um, you could use it for, 
you know, come up with ideas on why you need to learn English. Um, tell me why you need to um, get the CELTA and then it will come up with ideas. Now that's scraping the surface. Um, but what I want you to think about or what I want you to do is embrace this and try it. Forget about the idea of, oh my God, if I use this, this is imposter syndrome. I mean, everybody is using textbooks. I mean, isn't that imposter syndrome because you're using material that's not written by you? Well, no, everybody uses the search engines, but isn't that, a, it, isn't that that I'm using information that's not mine? Well, you're adapting it. Like everything you want to adapt ChatGPT because at the moment, hmm, um, listen carefully to this, at the moment, it may not write in your style. Hmm, very interesting, but could it? Well, who knows? Um, but you may need to tweak it to your style. So, I mean, this is mind-blowing stuff, and you need to definitely get in and jump on the bandwagon. I mean, I wonder if I need to even tell you about the key takeaway. I mean, the key takeaway of this is ChatGPT has, well, is going to change the world, I believe. There has been a lot of investment by a lot of tech firms into this. Forget about the ulterior motives. Forget about the conspiracy theories. I mean, they're, gonna, they're going to know. This AI is going to know more about us anyway, whether it's using the information it's going to scrape from news websites, because remember, it's it's gathering all this information somewhere, whether it's search engines. I mean, whether you use it or not, it's going to know more about us as humans than, than anything else. And that's tin hat. It's getting into tin hat territory here. But you need to check out chat GPT. You need to experiment with it and you need to see how you can use it in your uh, everyday life for whatever it may be, or in your teacher entrepreneur business. It's call to action time. My big call to action is use this. My big call to action is experiment with this. My big call to action is don't ignore this. Become an expert on this. Start to use it. Now, if it's something that you're interested in, reach out to me, Richard at richardbutler.coach, because I want to put together some training on this and I would love to know your questions. So that's richard at richardbutler.coach. As I say, I've got into some heavy shit in, in, in this. I mean, I've, I've been trying different things. I'm, I'm improving, but I would love to teach you this information. And it's not going to be for free. Um, I can tell you that because it's, it's powerful information. But if you're interested, you know, reach out to me or reach out to me on, on Facebook or LinkedIn, etc., but you need to take this and you need to subscribe and you need to share this with any of your other teacher entrepreneur friends that you feel could benefit from this or, this, or maybe you don't want to because you want to keep this all to yourself. It's up to you. I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.